What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, Soul and Body Coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome. Hello, and welcome. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing world. Hello again. <laughs> and thank you for coming to play whenever and however you're coming to play with our show, Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark, your host, and sometimes maybe your cheerleader, sometimes maybe um, your. Um, secretary, reminder, Girl Friday, admin, whatever, you know, however it shows up um, in whatever way. <laughs> we play all kinds of ways with having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. Oh, I'm loving what I'm just seeing in the chat room. Thank you, Christine. I'm the goddess of goodness. Oh, I'm just, I, I like that a lot. I will happily receive that. Thank you. <laughs> and um, what do we? What is it about lining up with your essence? Well, we are talking about your soul essence, of course, and it is really about getting to that authenticity of who you are and who you came here to play as and be and what you came here to choose and create. And I am a big advocate, a huge advocate of empowering each and every one of us, everyone who is willing and desiring to have it um, or choose it <laughs> and have it, um, to to be discovering what that is for for them, for you. So what would it be like if you were discovering what that is for you or even discovering more, getting more clarity of what that is for you? And that's that's part of what I get to do uh, as a soul and body intuitive and coach. That is what we work with. We go to the soul of the matter, you might say, <laughs> getting to the heart of things by tapping into that soul essence and bringing it into your everyday life. Uh, I am one of the people you will hear say there is absolutely no reason we cannot bring our soul essence into our everyday life and live it every day. And when we're living from that energy, when we're living from that um, that true vibration of who and all that we are, what else could truly be possible for us in our lives, um, to us and through us? And holy moly, do you just get a sense of that? Wow. <laughs> so that's what I do. It's a little bit of what I do. It's a little bit of the way we play. And so if it's your first time joining us, thank you for hopping in. And I invite you to play with um, my podcasts. You can do that either here on the Inspired Choices Network on my archives page, or you can actually find it on several different platforms, uh, a few of which you might have heard of, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, uh, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more, which you can actually find if you want to play around on the Inspired Choices Network website. You can find all kinds of cool things there, including shows from all of our amazing hosts. And you can find ways to play with this station through radio shows, through TV shows, through articles. And if you want to play with us as a host, you can also find information about that too. 
So what are we going to play with today on Aligning Divine, you might be wondering. <laughs> we are going to be playing with picking and choosing. Yeah, picking and choosing. <laughs> so have you noticed how much you pick something and how much you choose something? Hmm, is there a difference for you? Or do those words basically mean the same thing for you? And for a lot of us, they kind of do. And yet, if you really want to play with it, which we're going to do today, they actually are slightly different. In some cases, they might be majorly different. So what shows up when you pick something versus when you choose something? Don't worry, it is not a test. <laughs> no pop quiz. <laughs> you don't get demerits of any of your answers <laughs> or non-answers. It is our topic this week. And today, that is what we're going to explore, how we create in our life with picking and choosing. And how we create our lives, not just in our lives, but how are we creating our lives um, so you get to pick or choose how you play today, if you play today, and how much you want to play today. And have you acknowledged what you have been choosing or picking? So, yay! <laughs> All right, let's jump in. What the heck is this with picking and choosing, you might be saying. This is like, I can kind of feel some collective eye roll out there. Um, so <laughs> if that's going on for you, um, yes, this might seem super obvious. And it has been being brought to my attention, my awareness, these last few, really these last couple of months. Um, for any of you who haven't heard this little bit of my story yet, uh, I have actually been moving again <laughs> over the past several weeks. I was actually getting the space ready. So we were doing the make ready on the space. We were tearing out carpet, putting in new floor. I was, We were painting. <clears throat> a lot of painting, um, and doing the, the make ready, just, you know, putting, putting all of the, putting the space together in a way that it would work for me and my three babies. And, <laughs> yes, I'm also a handy woman, you could say. Um, I, I'm a handy person to know. So um, in the process of all of that, one, it was pretty freaking excruciating. I will just put that right up front because that was a part of my experience. Holy moly. When you are working in Texas in near triple-digit weather with triple-digit heat index, um, it's freaking hot. <laughs> so it makes just about anything that you are undertaking a little bit more challenging in certain respects, primarily um, maintaining sanity around being so freaking hot. So yes, I had uh, some of the physical things going on like sweating through my clothes several times a day <laughs> as we were going in and out doing some of the tasks of this Make Ready project um, and just, you know, really needing each um, task of this project where I was and where it was and just letting myself be honest with myself firstly of, oh my gosh, this is so much fun, or oh my gosh, I'm so freaking tired, or oh my gosh, if I have to kneel down one more time and tap something in or hammer something, I am going to scream bloody murder. <laughs> or oh my gosh, I am so freaking excited, I can't wait. And I could see the 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 finished you know product in my in my mind's eye. Um, I could perceive the energy of it, and so just having the excitement of that, and and that being a little bit of a maybe a juxtaposition to 
feeling exhausted after a, a day in the grueling heat. Um, so have you ever played with anything like that? Or maybe you're having that experience right now or some version of that, you know, whatever your version of that is. And throughout this process, the question came up for me a number of times. What the heck am I doing? <laughs> and it was it was so many moments that uh, I was very much aware that it could be so easy for me to go down whatever, well, a number of those rabbit holes, as we say, of, oh my gosh, I've picked the wrong thing. I've chosen wrong. I've done, I'm doing something wrong. And primarily that was coming up due to the fact that nothing that I was planning and putting into motion was going the way I wanted it to be planned and put into motion. <laughs> Anybody in the house ever experienced that? Just raise your hand. Nobody's looking, so it won't matter. Don't feel like you have to give yourself away. But yeah, nothing. I don't think one thing on this project went in a way that I tried to imagine it would go. <laughs> so so that kind of adds to the frustration. It's it's not that I'm a control freak at all. No, of course it's not. Of course it's not. Um, so so when when all of that was in motion, um, of course, there's plenty of opportunities to to feel like or or go into oh my gosh I've I've screwed up I've messed up I've chosen the wrong thing, uh, but there was also a lot of opportunity equally uh, for me to really be present or get present with where I was in that moment acknowledge it and if you've heard any of my conversations you know that's one of my favorite tools acknowledgement and get into the space of question so that I could change what was going on firstly in me and for me and get to a different perspective because I am all about shift your perspective, shatter your limitations. It's one of my fun little taglines I play with. So that is where this energy, this awareness, this um, really kind of a, a sense of clarity started to bubble for me around picking and choosing. And one of the questions that I was playing with a lot was, what am I choosing? What have I chosen? And what am I willing to choose now? Now, so we'll, that's kind of jumping ahead a tiny bit. And that is something I invite you to, to look at, because that kind of speaks to the heart of today's topic, is what are you picking? What are you choosing? And have you just decided that picking and choosing are the same? And that have you also decided or bought into the notion or just sort of absentmindedly taken on the habit of default picking and choosing? And what do I mean by that? So default is we have these things that through habitual behavior, habitual learning, which becomes habitual behavior <laughs> eventually, um, that we just are in the habit of doing as our pattern of choosing or picking. And one of the things that became kind of interestingly present in my awareness was for the most part, as I looked around through my life experience and I looked over the many conversations I've had with clients and with friends with you know and and the conversations I've overheard on 
a gajillion, you know, talk shows and things like that. Um, we really do not teach how to choose. We don't teach choosing. We don't really empower choice by and large on this planet as a as a human thing. It's it's a funny thing we do. And and yet choice is the fulcrum if I'm using that word correctly. Um choice is the thing that the universe responds to for us to create our lives by. Choice is the thing. Choice is the the primary piece of this. And and I was looking at how we don't really learn how to choose. We learn how to pick, but we don't really learn how to choose. Now, just because I'm saying this does not mean you're required to agree with it. <laughs> it does not make it law. This is me looking at my life and looking around in the world as I've experienced it and as I'm noticing what I'm noticing. I'm watching or observing or witnessing people picking things, but not really choosing as much as they're picking. Now, what do I mean by that? So this picking piece, it's like we look at choice as something that comes from um, a, a sort of one or two or three options, you know, like a multiple test question <laughs> or multiple multiple question chat. Multiple, what is that? I know that word. Multiple answers. Um, so do you, ch- you know, are you checking off A, B, C, D, or all of the above? And that's kind of how we learn to make choices as we learn to pick something. Now, there's not a thing wrong with that. It's a great exercise. And yes, if you have, you know, apples, oranges, and grapes, and you want something but not all of it, you get to pick apples or oranges or grapes. That's a fantastic exercise. And does that really teach us to choose? Or does that teach us anything about exercising our choice? You could say that it it can. It can be an exercise of choice and choosing. And yet... What I notice is, and this is with me too, I'm noticing this for myself, I've so done this, we pick something from a perceived sense of pressure or even an imperceived sense of pressure. So exactly, are we picking from the options available or the options that we think are available or are we actually choosing from what we desire? Thank you, Christine, our fantabulous Christine station owner and sister host here at the Inspired Choices Network. So so how do you do it? What do you notice about the way you make choices? Are you picking? Are you choosing? When are you picking? When are you choosing? Are there because I get that there are times that picking can be totally appropriate. You know, pick what you want off the menu. Or what about choosing what you want from the menu? Is there a difference? <laughs> So I'm just going to present to you for your pondering and consideration that there actually is a difference in the vibrational quality of picking and choosing. Now, that doesn't mean that you can never pick something again. It doesn't mean that you always have to be choosing from deep space zen. It's just really to get us 
into what are we aware of? <laughs> and Christine has, has shared a funny in the chat room. She says, don't just pick your nose, pick your desire too. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> this is one thing I love about the chat room. If you have not come to play in our chat room, I invite you to do that. <laughs> if you want to choose that, um, you can come on to the Inspired Choices Network website. If you find that blue bar near the top of the screen, you'll see chat room as one of your options to click on, and you just enter a name. It could be yours or whatever name you want to be today. And come play with us behind the scenes in the chat room. Um, you can enter questions there. You can participate in any way that it works for you. We will say hello to you. We will acknowledge your presence, but we won't ask you for your you know, birth certificate or anything like that. So <laughs> you won't be exposed for the world to see if you don't want to. Um, so when are you picking and when are you choosing? And, and do you have a sense yet? Um, is this even bubbling for you? Like what, what kinds of circumstances or situations do you pick? things in, and when do you really choose? So we might look at, okay, what is the difference between picking and choosing? So when have you chosen something that you're can that you aware of? Like, does anything come into your awareness or come to mind when I just ask that question? When and what have you chosen it's kind of an interesting energy there. So what the the word or the topic that kind of pops for me is um, with relationship. Um, are you picking someone or are you choosing to engage someone or or multiple someones? And where are you making that choice from? Yeah. So picking is kind of a quick thing that we can do, right? And it usually does come from a set of options. And uh, I'm so, so delighted that my, my lovely Christine, my lovely producer Christine, um, she has actually gone to one of my favorites, references and resources, the online etymology dictionary, and she's looked up the word pick. So as a verb, it is actually from around the early 13th century, coming from to peck, P-E-C-K, to work with a pick, probably representing a fusion of Old English, um, to prick, implied by the a piercing or a pricking, um, so it's kind of interesting because it ha it has a lot to do with more of like a tapping or a pecking. It's just a kind of a strike, right? As in uh, a stringed instrument. So um, that's kind of funny. And as it goes into more of like to, to peck, if you think about eating small bites, you know, to peck at your food, okay? Um, now this is interesting though. The to choose or select or pick out started to emerge in the late 14th century, um, which refers to plucking, to pluck with fingers. Isn't that interesting? 
and it's also a sense of to rob or plunder. And it was weakened to a mild sense or milder sense of to steal petty things. Isn't that fascinating? So picking is an interesting, do you, have you kind of had some interesting awareness of the energy of this word, picking? Do you start to get the sense of this subtle difference that I've, I'm playing with here? Picking is like a strike. It's like a quick, I'm going to pick this. And so when we look at a menu, yeah, we might look it over and scan it quickly and we might just either pick something that's familiar or pick something that we know is, you know, that that restaurant does well. Is that really choosing? Hmm. So is picking just a form of choosing that we default into? Because that's really what we learn. What are you aware of? <laughs> and so I'm choosing uh, to take our first break right here and let you just kind of play with that if you would like to do so. And why do we care about picking and choosing? Well, we're going to get into that a wee bit more um, after this break. So you're listening to Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm so grateful that you're choosing to come play with us. And we will be back after the break. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine. We are here on the Inspired Choices Network, and I am grateful that you picked us to come play with today. 
<laughs> yes, I'm having fun playing on the words of the topic of the show. Um, so this whole picking and choosing thing. Now, um, Christina also, thank you, Christine, brought in from the online etymology dictionary um, the definition of the word choose as a verb. <clears throat> and I'm just going to kind of give you the highlights. It's Essentially, it's talking about seeking out, selecting from two or more, decide or deciding, testing or tasting, and then there's also accepting and approving. So this is interesting. It also makes the point that um, to taste or to choose, um, they're saying that, that this the choose as a verb is only remotely related to choice. So isn't that interesting? And that's probably somewhere we can play in another day if we want to. But we'll see if we come into that here. Um, because we do talk about choices. So what choices are you making? So, But I also get, as I'm playing with this, um, that choosing is, is an action. It is a choice to choose. <laughs> Not to get too um, repetitive here or or redundant. Um, and yet, are you making a choice to choose? Or are you picking? Are you just kind of staying in that more reserved place? And rather than actually choosing, you're picking. You're just kind of letting yourself have a moment to experience something. So what has this created for you so far? And what does it really matter? Well, when we're talking about getting to our authentic self, getting to what is true for us, we're talking about finding the true you, your true you. This comes into play more often than what we might want to consider or acknowledge, and in a much bigger way than what we might want to acknowledge. Um, so it's easy to get into a pattern of picking. And this is something I was really looking at with my adventure of moving into our new place is what was I picking something? Did I pick it because I felt like it was what I had to pick and because I felt like I didn't have other other things I could pick from? Or did I feel like it was the best thing I could pick from the things that I had to choose from. And, and that's a big piece for a lot of us in the way that we create. Or, well, yeah, because every choice creates. I, I do get that. Do you get that? Every choice creates. And I also get that I'm choosing every moment of every day. I'm choosing. Whether I'm doing it actively or passively, consciously or unconsciously, I'm choosing every day, every moment, every day. And so in that process of choosing, each choice I'm making creates something. Why? Because the universe responds to our choice. Because the nature of energy is that it responds. So if you want to play more with that, you can look up 
quantum field. You can look up um, quantum reality. You can look up several different uh, well-known teachers in our modern times of quantum, I won't say quantum mechanics, I think that is a slightly different thing. Um, but Greg Braden and Dr. Do Joe Dispenza are two names that come to mind at the moment. Um, so if the universe is always responding to us, what is it that it's taking its cue from? Every choice that we're making. Every choice that we're making. And it's what gives precedent to our choices, so what what gives it the cue of which choice to respond to is the choices we're making that have the greatest energetic charge to them. So how do we do this choosing thing more consciously? That's one of the things I like to play with. And I am a major proponent <laughs> of bringing more of our consciousness to our experiencing of our lives. So how do we do that? One of the ways we do that is we begin to choose <laughs> to be present and really look at and play with and allow ourselves to have our awareness of the choices we're making. And not just the choices we're making, but really start to get some some sense of where are we choosing from? What is it that is creating, not creating, what is it that's giving rise to our choices? So are we choosing from motivation or from inspiration? Two different things there as well. So motivation is more often that sense of pressure. We're trying to motivate. A lot of people think that that's a really great way to teach. They want to motivate you. I am more in the category of inspiration. To inspire is very different than to motivate for me. And what I notice is they have different results. So when you're picking or choosing, do you have an awareness of what is it that's giving rise to that choice? Because yes, it is a choice, whether you're picking or choosing. It's a choice. It's a form of choice. Picking can be a form of choosing. And when we're picking, when you pick something, how, how present are you being with it? And I'm just inviting you to look at this. Again, no right or wrong answer to this. It's not like we're going to solve the great mystery of the universe in, in a 55-minute conversation because, you know, the universe is never-ending, <laughs> as are we as infinite beings. And so what can we play with? How can we play with this to open up more of our awareness, to bring our attention to the places that we might be picking something from motivation rather than letting ourselves be inspired to choose. So with this adventure for me, time and time again, <laughs> and yes, there were moments I was like, is this a test? <laughs> and and then I'm not a big, well, I'm not a big, 
I won't say, well, believer. I don't use the word believe quite as much as some folks do. Um, my awareness is it doesn't have to be a test. Sometimes it feels that way. Oftentimes it can feel that way. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's a pass or fail. It's really about us bringing our awareness, bringing our attention and our awareness to this moment, <laughs> to this space, to this incarnation, to this conscious presence of us and having clarity or getting clarity. Is it really working for us? What is it creating for us? And is that creation lining up with who we came here to be and how we came here to play and what we came here to create? Now, that is not a completely cognitive experience. So it involves more than just our cognitive function. And this is where a lot of us get thrown for a loop. How do we, how do we have the beyond cognitive with the cognitive? Well, it is kind of a dance that we learn to do. And that is this dance of being a spirit being having a human experience. And if you've never heard me talk about that, I have a very different perspective of being a spiritual being, having a human experience. I am I am one who actually invites you to play with the possibility that your human experience could be your liberation rather than your limitation. And the choices that we make the choices that you are choosing will create the experiences that will bring things up for you to then choose whether you want to acknowledge them or not, to look at them or not, to process them or not. Now, as I'm saying this, something that's really popping in my world is... So many of us, one, we learn that there has to be right and wrong choice. Well, that would you be willing to just acknowledge that that's a story, that that's a fantastic propaganda that has been used in our story of creation of this world, of this universe, and it's a story. Just call it for what it is. It's a story. So, so that's the first thing. Um, and then the other piece of this is I really get this sense of, and part of this comes from working with, in the way that I get to work with people, um, all creatures really, <laughs> but primarily people because people are the ones who have these weird, twisted, funky point of view things that we do, um, and stories, lots of stories, is that we we tend to not really want to acknowledge, much less look at, what our choices are creating because we so immediately go into judging what it creates. Now, I'm just going to invite you, if you're doing that, <laughs> and and if you're willing to look at where you're doing that, What if you could get to the place of having no 
judgment about your choice. We'll start with less, having less judgment about your choice. And something you could play with is when you are willing to look at what's being created by one of your choices, and I'll give you a couple of examples here in a second, when you're willing to start looking at it, you could just ask yourself, okay, um, am I judging what it's created, what my choice created here? You will get a sense of a yes or a no. <laughs> and and I'll give you a clue. If there's any point of view you have about what's being created by your choice, it's pretty much you're judging it. Whether you're judging it to be an awesome choice or a stupid choice, it doesn't really matter. We're looking at where is the energy going when you're looking at what is being created by your choice. So again, the example of relationship comes up a lot with this. <laughs> because how many of you, I'm raising my hand already, have chosen uh, to be in a relationship with a person and somewhere down the road in that relationship, it's not really been very fun for you. And how much judgment are you going into of the creation of the not fun and therefore have beginning to, to have that spin cycle or adding to that spin cycle about the choice you made? Now, this is really fascinating, friends. <laughs> we can get into such intense judgment about what our choice is creating and we we tend to just kind of like sit on that. We just get stuck in this pattern of judging the creation and being mad about the creation of, of from our choice rather than looking at, wow, where did I choose this from? Oh, because I didn't want to be left out. Oh, because I didn't want to be alone. Oh, because I wanted to be important. Now, the next place we tend to go is into judgment about that, <laughs> right? <laughs> because that makes me stupid or weak or pathetic or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, right? What if we could get to the space of just looking at what our choice created and just looking at where we chose from to see what created the thing we're judging. And I so get, this is, this is why it's so easy for us to get into our insanity. Because it's like it's always right there. All, all we have to do is choose judgment rather than awareness. Now, what if at least maybe two times today you could choose awareness rather than judgment? And yes, we could say you could pick awareness <laughs> rather than judgment. Which one do you want to pick? <laughs> so what, it, what could it be to choose awareness for you? What could it mean for you if you became more willing to choose awareness, potentially your awareness, rather than judgment? Or let's say it another way. What could it mean for you if you were willing to choose awareness and allow your judgment 
to dissipate. Wow. So the judgment so often creates the motivation. And that is a very intense and challenging and difficult path to to tread. And if you haven't experienced that yet, then I would love to talk to you because if you're functioning from judgment and it's not difficult for you, I am really curious what you're doing and how you're doing it, right? So, ah, the choosing. Part of what sets up our resistance to choosing is the fact that we learn that we're supposed to judge what our choices are and what our choices create. Has that been really fun for you? I can tell you, friends, that is no fun for me. And I still do it. I still catch myself because it's so darn easy to do. It's such a popular freaking club to be in. It happens, you know, as, as easy as we draw breath, we can be going into judgment. And as I said, that's judgment of, this is the most phenomenal thing I've ever done, or this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. Both of those are judgment. (laughs) And in this moment, I can laugh about it because I'm able to be in a space of sort of a neutral, and I'm able to just see it and go, well, yeah, I've done both of those things. And I know I'm going to do it again. And yet... What I'm aware of today and what I'm willing to do today, so much more so, is I'm willing to have my awareness and I'm willing to choose more from my awareness and I'm willing to have more awareness of what my choice is creating and I'm willing to change my choice much sooner if it's creating something that is not working for me. Yeah, so that's a piece that we often get stuck on because we think of picking rather than choosing. So we're going to play with that next piece after we give you a few minutes to take a breath. (laughs) You're listening to Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark, and I am truly appreciating your willingness to play with all of this, and we will be right back. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 
613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. We are really swimming in what feels like the kind of the deeper end of this um, exploration of picking and choosing. And wow, has it opened up some places and some spaces in my universe, even though I already had a sense of here's some things I want to play with in this conversation. It's even just getting to engage it in this way, and that's one of the things I love about what my show invites me to. Um, Getting to engage it in this way with all of you is – uh, it, it just turns it up quite a few notches. So, um, wow. So anywhere that you might be um, noticing you have some stickiness and you have some judgment about the way you choose or what you choose or what you've chosen and therefore it somehow means you're not a good chooser, <laughs> so would you, would you maybe just be willing to, you know, blow that theory right out of the water um what if there's no such thing as a good chooser or a bad chooser a good picker or a bad picker i mean yes you know if you're working in orchards (laughs) or if you're sowing uh if you're reaping crops that could you might want to be a good picker you might want to know when a, a fruit or a vegetable is ready to pick and anywhere else what are you willing to choose right what do you, what would you like to choose? So let's play with that. What is it that would allow you to have a great sense of what you would like to choose? And what would make choosing fun for you? Right? What would make choosing a, an enjoyable experience? So when I say what would make choosing fun for you, you know, I'm 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 looking looking at my adventure that I've been sharing. And yes, in those moments that I was, you know, wringing wet with sweat, totally exhausted and my knees hurt or my neck was hurting because I'd been painting the ceiling for half a day, you know, it's like yeah, I could not tell you what would make choosing fun for me in those moments. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be fun in those moments. However, I'm willing to put my attention on the places and the things that would allow me to have more ease making my choices, to have more ease with choosing, no matter what was going on in my life. So what what could that be for you? And what would it take to get to the place of having more ease with choosing, no matter what was going on. So choosing regardless of the three-dimensional worldly situation. So for me, that was looking like, don't pay attention to, don't, don't allow the physical appearance of my environment in that moment to be the reason for my choice or my choosing. For me, it was 
tap into my awareness. And I invite you to start playing with that. When you're in those moments that you feel like you've made the wrong choice or you can't choose or you have no idea what to choose, tap into your awareness. And you can just ask yourself, what am I aware of that I'm not acknowledging? What is the universe showing me right now that I haven't been willing to see, that I haven't been willing to have a sense of? And for a lot of you who have those empathic, amazing capacities, <laughs> ask that second version. What is the universe showing me that I haven't been willing to have a sense of? Because when you're asking about a sense of something, you're really tapping into more of your perceiving capabilities. Okay? So again, no wrong way or right way to ask that question. <laughs> you can ask it in any way you like. And the the target is really about using that question to unlock anywhere that you are in resistance to the awareness that would allow you to have ease with choosing in that moment. That is what it's about. It's about tapping into your awareness and tapping into whatever would allow you to unlock the resistance, to unlock the judgment yeah, usually our resistance comes from judgment. <laughs> so, mm. wow, it, it, for me in this moment, <laughs> what's part of what's going on is I'm perceiving this is really stirring up a lot of energy because this is really speaking to one of the fundamental pieces for so many of us that challenges that we are supposed to make a right choice or that we could ever make a wrong choice. It's shifting from the motivation to the inspiration. So what would allow you this week to be inspired? And it's no coincidence, my friends. We're on the Inspired Choices Network. Hello. What would allow you to make inspired choices what would inspire you to choose more for you this week you can just play with that question you can ask it to the universe it doesn't have to be answered because the universe will respond to that question what would allow me to make inspired choices what would inspire me to choose more for me today play with that I challenge you, I dare you to play with that. And what am I picking in my life versus what am I choosing? And what would allow me to have ease with choosing? And what would make it fun for me to pick and choose whenever, however, and wherever, and whoever really, really matches the energy that would be fun for me to play with. How about that? <laughs> I'm hearing that question. How about them apples? <laughs> so what do you want to pick, my friend? This is really the point. What do you desire? What do you desire to, to play with, to create, to experience? What would, what would bring 
more joy to this process for you, to this whole having a human experience adventure? And what would allow it to be more liberating for you? What would allow you to let go of any notion that human experience is a limitation? Because if you buy that point of view, that is what you choose. That's that default piece. When you buy the point of view that the human experience is a limitation, you will create your life in accordance with that point of view and the universe will respond accordingly because that is the nature of energy. That is how our universe functions. It can only give us what we are willing to choose and receive. So what are you choosing, my love? What are you choosing? And what do you desire to be choosing? And anywhere that you get a sense of that, will you ask the universe to show you what would give you more ease in choosing it? So you don't have to know how to choose it. You don't have to know what it would take for you to choose it. All you have to do is be willing to choose and ask the universe to assist you. And you might just be blown away with who and what can show up to support you in that. I am blown away every day by that very thing, by what, who and what shows up as the universe responding to my desires, to my questions, and to my choices. And the more I'm able to stay out of the judgment of the who and what is showing up, the more amazing my adventure becomes. And that is what I desire for each and every one of us. Everything we thought had to be a certain way, what if it doesn't? What if we get to pick and choose? What could that open up for you this week? And how much fun could that add to your life? It's all about lining up with that essence and living it every day. Thank you, my friends. We'll talk to you next week. Pick and choose to your heart. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence and living it.